Hey, Chuckles, this is Juan from Fuagata Podcast. Um, just touching base with you guys to talk to you about Anchor. This is the program I use to do all my podcasting and everything that I'm doing right now. It is an easy one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. And it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. If I can use it, you can use it. I was looking for something that was easy, that I can use in one-on-one, that I didn't need a bunch of equipment. I'm doing everything off my phone. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Yeah, amazing, right? Now, my podcast, of course, kind of covers all these different kind of subjects and everything else. But it's a great outlet for everything that I'm doing and everything I'm trying to get out and the thoughts. And right now, as a, as a comedian, especially a stand-up comedian, there's nowhere to go. So the easiest way to put stuff out has been on here, especially during the quarantine. So if you're wanting to start a podcast and even have a chance of making money while doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's get to it. Another night on the road. I'm like the freaking... I don't know. That's like a bad sewer. Like the night cabbie. I don't fucking know. The Uber driver. Lyft driver. Car service. What the fuck could it be? I don't know. There's something there. In my car. Giving people rides and fighting crime. Anyway. How are you guys doing? How are you? Really? Truly. How are you? How's everything? Good. Really? Don't worry, that, that'll grow back. That that I think. I, I have no idea. Ah, so much on a plate, so many things going on. But cool thing. Um this weekend we have the Infinity Toy and Comic Show coming up on Saturday up in Orlando. Uh if you go to our Instagram, Fuagata, you'll see that I'm gonna be there with Daniel Dulitsky, the man you could set your watch to. Uh, guy that I collaborate a lot with uh, doing the 3D stuff and everything else. He's one of my studio mates. And we're going to be both be there for uh, for the show. We got invited and we're there doing some stuff. So if you need any original artwork or anything else, I'm going to be taking some of my paintings, some more watercolors, some other stuff uh, out there. So, you know, check us out there. And then Sunday we'll be back in Miami and we're going to be at the 305 show. And I'll be there with Kenny Calderon, Wild Inks. And, uh, and the Creature Crew uh, for the 305 day show over in Hialeah. I also looked that up on Fogata IGN. And uh, so, yeah, so this weekend's a busy weekend of two shows. So, I got a lot of driving in front of me. Uh, check that out. Let me know what you think. And I will be back with more stuff. On to the next thing. One thing I'm very wary of right now, nowadays, is the narrative. Beware the narrative. I tell you this as somebody who makes up stories. I make up things, I want them to make sense. They have to be linear. They have to connect so you can be convinced on your end that it's happening. And then you'll have interest. I say all this because 
that's what seems to be happening nowadays with everybody's feelings. Everybody right now is mad. Everybody's angry. Everybody. Everybody's fucking angry. Like, just mad. They're just like, fucking, ah, like the wall and the thing, and that's not, and no. And it, and what I've seen is that there's stuff feeding that to you. If you watch the news, all it is is about shit to get mad about. Hey, check it out, guys. This is shit to get mad about hour. And all they're doing is feeding you this bullshit, this line after line after line. And I see the narrative. There's a narrative. There's something being ta- told here. We need more, you know, they, after the, the Parkland shooting, and I was up there when after it happened. And let me tell you, it, it, it was a fucked up scene. Helicopters in the sky, cops on the fucking ground, all this other shit. And you know, you you get to that point, you're going, oh crap. But you have to be aware of the fucking narrative that they're being said here. You know, every time people talk about anything good, you know, up from coming from that, you're going and saying, well, look, the kids that are protesting against the guns, the the guys that are coming out to say, hey, let's do this. Any kind of change that's against a certain story. Pussy shit. That's not going to work. That's not right. Even today, there was this thing in the Here and Now fucking uh, broadcast that was on NPR. And I was getting so fucking mad at that thing. I was so mad at it. Because they had a guy from the national, uh, you know, what is it? The police, school police program or whatever the hell it is. And he's talking about how they need to be better trained and they need to have more and blah, blah, blah and all this other stuff. But we know that it failed. That the cop that was supposed to be the response officer for the school sat outside for four minutes while shots were being fired. So why are we even, like, discussing that? That failed. Armed cops failed. I'll tell you right now, a lot of the things that they're talking about failed. And it failed for a while. I remember being in the 90s and going to, like, Northwestern Senior High. And they had metal detectors and this and that. Didn't stop violence from happening. It didn't stop people from walking in with guns. I knew kids that had guns in the school. Because they were up to some bad shit. You know? It's it's not going to go away with that. But then when they talk about compassion and, like, talking to people and making sure and blah, blah, blah and all this other stuff... Oh, all of a sudden that's like, you know, I don't know about that. Every time they talk about anything that's good, peaceful, and away from violence, they don't like it. Why? Because now there's a bunch of... There's a national school response officer union or program. Where the fuck did this come from? All this is is salesmanship. Selling shit to the schools. And it's probably a million dollar freaking, you know... um, program millions of dollars that are probably being plucked in there people that have been lining their fucking pockets with this and of course they don't want it to end so they're like the opposite let's take advantage and see if we can get more bullshit it's bullshit and they feed into your paranoia into your fear and they get you afraid and you're like oh we gotta do something we gotta do something by the same token you know look the gun thing has to change. Yeah, there has to be better background checks. There has to be better things. But overall, there has to be just better concern. There has to be better vigilance. People are fucking lazy. We're complicit in our own bullshit. You know, the great, you know, Banksy fucking, you know, um, 
saying is you get the government you deserve. And that's what's happening here now. We're trying and trying and trying. But what what's happening is that we're not caring. We're not involved. We're not doing what we need to be doing. And that's the thing. We have to be wary of the narrative. Because they're there to make you... Right now, if you're listening to this, something today made you worried. Something today made you afraid. And you have to be careful. Because there's power in that. And I'm telling you, it, it it's something that we have to be very careful about. And and it's something that I think is just getting more and more and more visible. You know, before it used to be a little bit of a lie, a little underlying thing. But now... It seems to be something that, like, people are just, just fucking, just dropping for every fucking time. I don't know. I just think more and more we have to be very careful about this whole narrative that's going on. And I think we need to get care. And people mistake kindness for weakness. That's the worst thing. They mistake kindness for weakness when it's not. It's the strongest thing we can be. But it has to be about involvement. It has to be getting about, you know, rolling up our sleeves and doing stuff. But we don't want to do that because it goes down to just everybody wants the easy way out. Either throw money at it or do this or do that, but don't make me do stuff. That's what it comes down to. And that's where we fail. That's where the problem is. I don't know. I just more and more, I'm very wary about all that crap. Very wary. I'm just like, you know, life is not that bad. But it's not that great either. Doesn't mean we stop.